You good? Yeah. Are you going to keep doing that and not pay attention? I, I can man, I can fucking multitask. <laughs> you can't. How many times have I like, seen you in the middle of recording? I you can just totally like, multitask. <laughs> Stop using your cleavage to hold the microphone. <laughs> your boobs. Shakalaka. We're good? Yeah, let's go. What are you waiting on? (laughs) Welcome to Running Beer and BSA Podcast, where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. And this is episode 37. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about finding your pace. Not your place, but your pace, rather. Your happy place. uh, It could also be... Your pace should be your happy place. That's a really good good take on that, John. Um, I'm on fire. (laughs) <laughs> as we, as Hel- <laughs> what is it well, from uh, from Talladega Nights? Help, Help me, baby Jesus! Help me, Tom Cruise! <laughs> Use your witchcraft to get the fire off of me. I'm on it, fire! It, uh, God what, damn it, Bobby! You're not on fire. Called Art Junior. He goes. He goes. I'm gonna save you from the invisible fire. Yeah. But don't let the invisible fire burn, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. That's too much. Uh, as always, we're going to talk, talk about what dehydrating us uh, this evening. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my boy Jordan uh, for giving us the hookup uh, with some Hialai from Cigar City Brewing in, as they put it, Tampa, Florida. That's right. <laughs> they know what's up. You guys remember that from a few episodes ago. Real, but real recognized, real. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Cigar City, they make delicious stuff. I think they were just bought out by someone, so people were calling them sellouts. Damn. But, I mean, they make amazing beer, so I can't really say too much. It's an IPA, would you say 7.5 yeah. was their thing. Um, yeah. It's quite citrusy. It's extremely citrusy. Um, but it is it is delicious. It's one of my favorite IPAs of it's, like just an everyday drinker IPA. It is uh you know what it is? It is a it is a more citrusy, juicier founders all day IPA. Yeah, I'd say that. It is it, it's definitely got more citrus. As a matter of fact, I would almost bet they use the same hops. And for some reason, theirs is just more citrusy, fruity, yeah. juicier. Um, I don't know how they achieve It's been a while it. since I've had an all day. But you know what I love about the all days right now is they have them in the 19-ounce cans. 19-ounce cans? 19. I think it's like 19-2. That motherfucker's a silver bullet. Boy, that thing is like big-ass can. That's a, that's a big can. That's a big can. That's a bigger can than one needs. Is it, though? <laughs> I mean... It's Maybe. a good beer. I do like that one. But anywho, this is a uh, this reminds me of a much juicier, citrusier version of that. So yeah. if you like Founders all day, yeah, you like this. This is a uh, you're only really going to be able to get in the southeast. What was in North Carolina? I think North Carolina is the furthest they distribute. It. Interesting. Um, but yeah, they're in Tampa. They've got a. I think they have a tasting room as well. It's like separate from the brewery. No, they they do. They have a restaurant, and then they have their brewery. And I've been to the restaurant once. Food's pretty good, uh, but the brewery is pretty awesome. It's like pretty open. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Have you? We've been to elevator. You've been to elevators. Yeah, yeah. We've been to elevator together. Their tap room. Well, the one that's <coughs> in the back of a loading dock. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that like that kind of look, except it like instead of like literally the loading dock, it yeah. it has that like look of like a very long hallway mm-hmm. and it's very open. They've got like a couple bars in there, so you never have to like wait for a single bartender yeah. kind of thing. It's a really nice setup, and they do like special releases all the time. Cool. It's kind of funny, like with the um that one beer that you're talking about your buddy got that was like so much money he had to be like a member yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. they have a similar type membership thing where they have a single bottle that you have to pay i think you have to pay like 250 dollars to do this event and you get one of these bottles with the event but they go for like 500 dollars on the market on the market if you want one of these bottles Drop it on ebay and it's just like holy shit but apparently it's supposed God. to be like amazing i'm like ah. i don't know man you get a lot with that that money so like that 200 or whatever it is gets you like tastings and get you a bunch sure. of other stuff so it's not that you're paying 200 for the bottle but like that's the only way you can get it and it's like a limited imagine, ticket could you imagine if you bought that on the aftermarket for 500 bucks ah. like see i wouldn't be able to do that because literally every drink i took yeah you just know well, it's I mean, just like it's, that. What's that? Uh, Louis the Thirteenth or Louis the whatever? That's like eighty-five dollars an ounce. I don't know. 
it's supposed to be like, you know, a nightcap of like Jay Gilbert's has and like a lot of restaurants have. Oh, is that the one that said, uh, I've never seen that Jay Gilbert's. Is that the one that said, um, the French restaurant on Bethel? Yeah. The refectory. Yep. Yes. Okay. So they house have fancy one of the, shit too. Yeah. Restaurant. Refectory. That place. That's real fancy shit. Well, that's the first restaurant I'd ever been to that they ask you if you would like a white or a black napkin. Really? Yeah. I don't De- remember the mask. Depending yet, on depending on what color pants you have on, makes sense. They'll ask you what color napkin you want, so you don't get the lint on there. That makes sense. That's also the first place I ever went. That when you get up to leave, the millisecond. I mean, you're you're not even you ain't have the chair pushed back in, and they're there with a the little bread scraper thing about yep. Bobby getting the crumbs. Yep. That's that's when you know. That's when you feel like you've made it. Like yeah. I like when when you're eating and you're like right after like your uh, your appetizer or something like that and they like clean off the table. I'm like yeah. I made this mess. Yeah, like, I know you don't have to clean it. Like it's going to be perfectly fine if it sits there for my next portion of my meal. You know what's weird though is when I go to those restaurants, uh, the uh, the wait staff actually intimidate me. Yeah, because I feel like they're bougie, and, oh. then, I, and then I have to like talk myself. You know, I have to I have to come to a conclusion. <laughs> to talk it up. I, this dude is. I mean. I mean, I'm sure he's not like, he's not like an Applebee's server. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, homie's a server and like I'm being intimidated by a server. Yeah, but he's making bank. You think so? Those guys, that's their full-time job. Yeah. Like th- those are the kind of well, servers that are full-time servers. I guess what I'm saying is in the grand scheme of things, if you, you could afford to eat there, you shouldn't be letting their servers <laughs> intimidate you. And it's just a weird thing where I'm like, I am straight posing. Like yeah. I'm like, I saved up for six months to be able to eat this bitch, and I'm still not getting the side salad. And I'm still, and we are still splitting sides. Yeah, and one drink. Yeah, but yeah, that drink Kayla had gotten it for her old boss. Yeah, and I want to say she spent like two G on the bottle, or something like that. God, like that's retail. That's crazy. But yeah, it's it's like ninety five dollars a shot. Yeah, I, the one that I remember the refectory having, I believe, is one ten for an ounce. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and it was, it was, a, it was a cognac. Yep. Yep yep yep, yep. 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 We sell like the yep. things from Sesame yep. Street. Yep. 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 Sesame Street. Yeah, the little uh, fucking alien looking like things. Oh, yeah. 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 Dude, how did more kids not have fucking nightmares off from Sesame Street? I, I don't know. You really think that about shit it. It's is quite scary. scary. Like mad scary. Yeah, it's not it's not where you want to be. <laughs> Could you imagine tripping and watching Sesame Street? Which We'll explain that later. Love you. Love you. Ugh. So I know that she's not going to listen to it, but Kayla's uh our friend, I'll say mutual friend is Stane. Uh, obviously she's here. And she uh, she walked Bella and didn't know where to throw the poop, so she just threw it in her trash can. And I'm like, you mean you mean the three green trash cans that are outside are just I don't know, leave it outside. Kind of hillbilly <laughs> heathen doesn't know the green trash cans are for poop. He called he the, shit the shit poop. I said my mom's same place too. All right, so uh, we we went off. What are we talking about? I don't know. Uh, it's so, I would say how your I week do, was, but it's only been a few days. What? But you know what's crazy is like, so yeah, we recorded Saturday, Sunday, uh, su- Sunday. I still even after fucking Saturday night, I still like a boss. Got up, got me a run, got me a lift. Got everything in. Um, yeah, that was a that was a fun evening. I didn't stay the whole time. Obviously, I left right oh after recording. Oh my god, recording. dude! It got uh, it got dark and deep. Uh, it got it got woof. You people, you guys really seemed to enjoy that episode. Ah, yeah, it was it was something else. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so then Tuesday, Tuesday. Oh yeah, that. So you're talking about how was your week? So Tuesday, we have. We've done a couple of episodes on it, and I've I've alluded to it a couple of times. Cross training and weightlifting. Yeah. Tuesday, I'm like, fuck, I do not want to do this run. I had seven miles to do. I was like, I don't want to do this run. It's gonna be miserable as fuck. I'm like, God damn it, this is gonna suck. I forced myself out the door, and I am running. And like the whole time I'm running, I'm like, my. God, this has got to be like an 11, 30 minute mile. <laughs> like this is just brutal. I mean, like every 
step felt like a mile. I'm like, God damn it. Got done, hit the stop on my watch, and it was like, I think it was like somebody now, all right, now, I know a lot of you speedy people out there are like, what but the But don't fuck? worry. We'll talk about pace here in a moment. 10, 30-minute mile. Nice. And I was like, holy shit. And, and I really think the only reason I, it, I really you know, attribute the, the weightlifting to that like, yeah. is like even on runs that feel pretty rough, my pace is getting back down to where like it's – What's comfortable. What, yeah. what feels yeah. like it may not and be And it used to be, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that is really solid. Nice. Yeah, and then today I tried to make myself throwing up at uh, like running in the middle of the day. Yeah, for five miles, so I was like, hey, let's see how bad I can make this suck. Yeah, I mean, every once in a while you got to try that. Uh, and then I was late to my last appointment because I got a lift in real fast too. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it didn't matter. We know the last appointment. Yeah. <laughs> that last one didn't matter. <laughs> he don't count. Did you like? Did you like my message that I wrote back <laughs> about? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he got that. No, he didn't. He didn't get. Because I wrote it, I was like, he just has a snazzy comeback. He didn't know what I he said. He had no clue what that meant. Yeah. He did Wait, well, see, the reason he doesn't know that is because he was always the uh, the ugly, awkward <laughs> date that the chick was getting the text messages That's about. That's weird. They always get a text they message 45 text minutes message in. Out. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Like, he didn't get that because he was the person I getting. I mean, it's weird. His wife tells me to do the same thing. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. text me at 630. Hey. <laughs> so you've got a work question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, it's no, funny you said about like the run. Cause I had that this morning where I don't know what it's been. I just can't get out of this funk and I don't know if it's cause I just got like so much going on with work and, and that sort of thing. But I, just runs haven't been great. And like this yeah. morning I had like a mile and a half in, I was just like, this sucks. And I literally yeah. had like a pep talk with myself. Like, listen here, you dumb piece of shit. Like just run. What the yeah. fuck is your problem? Just run. Yeah. There's, there's no issues. And I'm like, I probably like a crazy person. Cause I'm verbally saying this stuff out loud. <laughs> Berating yourself at on a middle 5 high 15 street. in the morning on high street. And I literally just bared down and yeah. got seven and a half in. And I was like, you know what? I, I got it done. Yeah. And let's know, just make I, it work. I think a lot of it's humidity. It really it, is disgusting. Dude, it has been like super soupy. In a mid Ohio, the last yeah. central Ohio, the last couple of weeks. I mean, it's just been it's, super soupy. It's disgusting. And it's just, it just, it is. Uh, it's weird, like, because it's been so, like, here's a conversation you only have if you're a runner and or married to someone in the medical field. I cannot get my, my uh, hydration, like, leveled back out. Yeah. Like, I am, like, straight peeing, like, like, Miller syrup, High Life. Like, golden syrup. I mean, it's just. <laughs> golden yummies. <laughs> Golden yummies. Like, I wish it was that light. I mean, it is uh, like, it is just thick and dark. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I am drinking 64 ounces of water because I'm drinking two of the big, oh, Chash just corrected how to say it. Nagleen? 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 Chaz, remember on the last uh, Saturday, Chaz was yelling I'm, about how to listen to Chaz. Yeah, Chaz. He was talking about you locking up a kid in the basement. <laughs> Lucky that podcasting you're recording. Reported somewhere. We're on we're on a watch list. (laughs) We will never see Spotify now because of that podcast alone. Uh but anyways, like yeah, I'm drinking two of those and I still just can't. Like it's it's the humidity, man. It's just it's just I think it's I mean, it's just it's it's one of the things we deal with. Battle through. You know, you just gotta suck it up and get through it. Uh one thing that also happened this past weekend, which happened the day after we recorded, was the Berlin Marathon uh world record set by uh yeah, Ili- go ahead, Iliad, drop that. Iliad, I literally had his name, and I just forgot. Like, didn't forget it. I just can't pronounce it. Yeah, Concho, Conchip, Conchobe, Conchoge, Conchovi, Kip, Choge, Kip Choge. Yeah, that sounds right. There you go. Uh, I'll give you an A for effort. <clears throat> two hours, one minute, and thirty-nine seconds. Uh, we'll get kind of into the pace conversation because you tweeted something that I got an email about, which or retweeted rather uh, on our on our account, which was kind of interesting. Um, so we'll get into that, too. But uh, he had a interesting pace set up and like looking at his paces, it kind of made me think of this this topic a little bit, too, is he basically his slowest 5K time was 1437 throughout the entire race. And he had his split. He had a, it was a one hour, one minute in six second half. God. And it was just just absolutely nuts of like how fast he was taking off. I mean, they had gorgeous weather in Berlin. That's what I would have wish I had last year, but that didn't happen. But he, uh, it's it, the pace is pace is unreal. 
uh, and then John and I were talking about before, and it's kind of true as people are, people are making things like, Oh, well, two hours is right around the corner. Then just another one minute and 39 seconds right. to knock off. And you're right. like, do, do you realize how long it took for this to happen? It's so, it's so like, it is so weird how, our topics will sometimes just sometimes just kind of come to us or usually you, you're much better coming up with topics than I am, but how they'll just come. And then like all of a sudden, like multiple outside lying yeah. things will happen. Also. Yeah. I saw someone post a, uh, post something about, Oh, he posted a meme about 200 milers. Okay. Right. Which, you know, if you listen to Candace, 200 is new hundred. Uh, but, um, he he posted this on there and someone had to just slide up into those comments and made a comment uh something to the effects of um well if it's 200 miles then it's completely reasonable for the the common person i think is how you phrase it like he's it's to to run a 200 miler in um in something like 40 some odd hours and I'm like, so, so essentially what that person did is, is just say, okay, well, hundred milers, a lot of people are doing them in 24 to 30 hours. Right. We'll just double it, which is just so like that. No, there's drives, a, there's a diminishing return. Yes. Like, how do you not? And this person is in a sport that is at least close and he's done some running. I think he's even attempted a couple of ultras. It's so like, he knows. And like, it's I, just not, it, what's well, it's the same conversation we've had with the, it's just five more miles he, I, he from the put, marathon to the 50 K. He posted that comment on, on, on our buddy's post. And I, I, I had to shut it down. Like I had to turn off social media and yeah. walk away for like five minutes. I'm like, that not, is, you're going to make a fool out of him. I, I honestly, I, I, and like this person's made some other like comments on other stuff. I mean, the guy's just, he's, he's a lightweight troll. It took everything I had not to like, that is the dumbest effing thing ever. Like, how do you not understand diminishing returns? Right. Yeah. It's, it was so stupid. But so I'm looking at this thing from, um, uh, I'm looking at a thing. I'm, I'm trying to post it and talk at the same time. So that's, that makes for good listening. Oh, great. Um, where it's, it, it, it has his splits that he hit at every single one. And it says, how long could you last? Like, it is absolutely insane. Some of the stuff that he is doing and, 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 and trying to hang with him. Um, he, so here, here's what flow track put out. How many of the different intervals could you hang with the, the record holder? Mm-hmm. Hundred meters, seventeen seconds, seventeen uh, thirty. <laughs> All right, that's that's doable. Seventeen thirty for a hundred right. meter. Right? Yeah, like you could. It's so fast. Yeah, that's fast, right? Like that's like a lightweight sprint. Yeah. Right. Seventeen thirty, two hundred meters, thirty four sixty. Okay, I can probably still, you know, if I'm in, like, if I am running, I can probably knock out a thirty four sixty. Yeah. 40, uh, 400 meters, 69.19. Okay. I ran the 400 meter in high school. I shit you not. I'm not 100% sold on the fact that I could run a 69 second in high school. <laughs> like, like, I can maybe, I mean, maybe do that. Right? Maybe. I saw something as you're pulling this up, but I saw a, a video of some marathon had the a tra- uh, uh, like a giant treadmill and said, can you, can you last for 400 meters equivalent? So 70 seconds, it was yeah. their, their rough. Can you last that long on this treadmill? Yeah. And, a, and a dude, like you saw him and I'm like, he's dead off sprinting. Yeah. And you're like, there's no way. Right. So, and, 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 and it just gets faster. Like 800 meters was 218. And then, and then you start breaking the 5k. Have you seen what homie's 5K was? Not, not average, no. No, no, no. His 5K. Oh, his actual 5K? Yeah. No. Because he used to do track. 1424. That's nuts. All right. He ran a 5K in 1424 and then went on to do the, the, the marathon. Like, like, that is insane. I can't run a 5K and full out sprint in that. Well, it's funny you say that. Like, his, his split between 30 and 35K yeah. was 1416. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah. Because I've got the splits too between the. But yeah, it's just, it's it, absolutely it, it's nuts insane. at how fast it's that actually insane. is. Insane. Like, it's just so impressive. But they say, I mean, he's, he, he is the greatest marathoner of all time. 
at this point. Sure. Sure. I mean, I mean, he's he even said there was an interview that I watched today because I, I I'm just like fascinated with the story because he's so humble about it all, knowing that it takes Kenny, hard, right? Yeah, yeah, it takes super hard work. He knows it's you know it's it's a gift that he's just been given and he just really enjoys it. You know, he gives money back to his community. He has like a school there. It's is a lot of things, but he said you know the people were doing the analytics and the data said it would be. Um, it would be by the year 2075 before someone would break two hours and it would be the year 2050 before someone would get into the two Oh, the two Oh Oh to two Oh one range. He goes, but I don't sit behind a computer. I wanted to show people that with hard work, you can do anything. And I'm like, boss, but he's doing (laughs) it in like his like strong African accent. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Tell me more about this. Yeah. Oh God, it's just so insane. I, I, it's just so weird though to think that like he took a minute and change off from the previous world record and like everything. I mean, Nike has dumped fuck tons worth of money into him getting oh, yeah. to that point. Yeah. And I mean, and it's the most ideal conditions. He yeah. tried doing it last year yep. and ran tuned. I think he ran like a two Oh four in change or they, maybe they it was going to slower than that. They had gone as far as to like, pinpoint the three marathons where it was like achievable due to elevation yeah due to like berlin berlin is definitely the world record course and that's the that's where the world record yeah, would be set there's, there's two others that were reasonable but berlin is yeah. like the one yeah but like i mean the amount of perfect alignment that yeah. has to be so he just shaved a minute 30 off and people are like fucking mind's blown he says a minute 39 to shave off yeah. like it, and that's that's the largest margin i think in like 40 years of the world record being broke like that large of a margin. Cause usually it's just seconds and the pre interview for the race, they said, so you're thinking about the, uh, the marathon record. He goes, I'm just, or they said, what's your goal? He's like, I just want to run a personal best. <laughs> and he's and they're like, so what about the uh, world record? He's like, I think I'm just going to run the personal best. He was doing a, um, uh, what's the running Marshawn Lynch. Like he was just yeah. saying the same yeah, yeah, answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they're like, well, what's that compared to the world record? He goes, I'm about eight seconds off. <laughs> Damn. So he was just hoping yeah. to get somewhere in that eight second window. Yeah. Or whatever, or whatever. It was. it was like a very short window that he was trying to get into, but I mean, we don't need to harp on him any longer, but it was, it was amazing to see. I've been trying to, I want, I'm, I can't wait till Berlin puts the entire footage out because right now they're just showing like the highlights and then the last bit of the race like seeing the entire race to see how he tackled it because from what i've read he basically took off and everyone was not everyone was holding back to the pace that they wanted because they didn't think he'd be able to hold that (laughs) silly rabbit it's kind of like um oh shit what's his name i literally just lost it literally um the u.s guy dude i i don't follow them a ton um the uh we're being watched like fucking animals in yeah the i know i told her to open it back up because we needed the light the light helped um i'm losing my damn mind he won he won boston he won new york he got uh silver in the olympics i, I will never get this we can sit here and play this game all night long and uh, i will not get it now i have to look it up american <laughs> <laughs> marathoner so while he does that this beer is a highlight right highlight so the, so the cool thing about highlight what i really think is really neat about it is highlight is if i'm not mistaken it is the national sport of cuba like most people think it's like baseball or uh uh boxing it's actually highlight and then what's really cool is if you've ever seen highlight they have those giant ass like scoop like mitt glove things on our hands you know if you're old enough highlight was in the opening um opening credits of miami vice they're playing highlight was it really yeah so i i remember i feel like i remember doing a report on highlight because i was doing a report on cuba or something like that but uh so yeah it's like the national sport of cuba but also it it's like one of the most deadly sports in the world because that ball comes out of that highlight mitt thing at like I don't know Mach four or some crazy <laughs> shit, and it is drills. it a, is it a hard ball like a baseball or is it like I a, think like it's a, more along the lines like a of a ball. more I think it's more along the lines of a lacrosse ball like okay. semi hard, 
semi-hard, but not, I don't think it's as soft as a racquetball. I yeah. don't think. I could be wrong. Yeah. But that shit hits people in the back of the heads. And, I mean, <laughs> yeah. night it'll and night. Wake, it'll wake you up or yeah. put you to sleep. <laughs> Rockabout that ass to sleep. Meb Kofleski. Oh, Meb. I don't, I like, Meb literally just escaped my head. Yeah. Why was I bringing up Meb? <sighs> no, I don't know. Meb, oh, yeah. Meb, I think it's so funny. Meb being an older dude, like, that. Meb is old, yeah. right? Like, Meb is old. He's old, old. And it just cracks me up. It's such an old man thing that he rocks Skechers. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like he did that, and then one. Well, oh, now I know why. Is when he took off in Boston that one year, the year he won Boston. He basically said these people are going too slow. I have a race to run, and just took off. And and everyone's like, the announcer's like, well, this is it. he's just trying to make a point. He'll, he'll probably come back into the pack, and like, no, nope. nope, he he's gone. Yeah, he just and ran only because it. he made that thing, he was getting caught up to at the end. Yeah, and it just basically held on to it. But are right, we going on a whole a whole tangent uh, a whole tangent on uh, marathon running? But uh, good job, good job on your uh, <laughs> world record. I mean, I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll let you hold on to it. Yeah. I'm not, I won't come after it. So finding your pace. Um, this topic kind of came to my mind one because the marathon was kind of recent in in that regard, but also of trying to like we talked about it a few weeks ago of you know, my plan calls for eight and I only have time to run six, like just run six. Don't try to push yourself. And it started making me think of like trying to find what your comfortable pace is. And, you know, we all have goals we want to run. So if you have like a goal race and, uh, you know, you obviously have to hit a certain pace there and that becomes the pace you should be trying to get to. But most, most of the time when you're just trying to finish races, and we have a lot of listeners that are, you know, first time half marathoners, first time marathoners, first time ultra marathoners, um, just trying to figure out like how to get through it, if you will. And it's all about finding that comfortable pace. I think, um, John has a great quote on his email signature. I don't want to screw it up. Uh, so the quote is my 12 minute mile is my 12 minute mile is the same mile as your six minute mile. Yeah. It's you're still doing a mile. Yeah. I mean, I'll take twice as long as to get there, but it's still a mile. Hey, you know, you're paying, you're getting extra. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you just get your money worth. Yeah, exactly. That's what you said when at Mo, like, I I just wanted to stay out there. I want to see what Mo looked like at night. Yeah. (laughs) So I, you know, like it's funny because I, I can actually remember, so many, many moons ago when my daughter was in elementary school, we, they had like a running club for like elementary kids. And, and even then I can remember thinking, well, if you kids are talking then then you're, you're not, you're not yeah. trying hard enough and da, 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 da. And now, you know, you, you hang around the sport and you kind of learn this rather than that. You realize, no, the kids were right. Yeah. <laughs> like no. who knew the third and fourth graders were, were right. Like, so if you're doing like long runs, you should be able to hold a conversation and, and be comfortable with it. So I think that's the hardest thing for a lot of people to really kind of grasp that every run does not need to be a ball buster. Right. Like, it's not, it's not a sprint every time. And that's what we usually, I get that shit a lot of like, so like, are you a runner or a jogger? And I'm like, what's the difference? Is jogging just running without a purpose? I think it's a soft J. It's yogging. It's yogging. a soft J. Yeah, that that's just I don't know. Yeah, the conversational pace, and that's what I always tell people when people ask me. Like, I try to help people with training plans and stuff like that, just because I know what kind of works. Um, I don't listen to it, but I know what kind of works. Um, and I tell them like pace wise, like for your long slow days, your LSD days, like it needs to be conversational you need yeah. to be able to hold a conversation and we can tell like as a group of us if we're not having a good run <laughs> it, and, gets and quiet. Oh, it gets quiet early and someone's always like it's getting kind of quiet yeah, <laughs> you know, did you get like a like, chuckle is everybody in the hurt locker <laughs> yeah. what's going on is everybody like, feeling like shit we're at mile three this is gonna yeah, be a long this, day yeah um but it's it's kind of understanding that like like john said every run's not going to be a ball buster you're not going to go like red line you can't red line every single run i mean that's just a recipe for that's a recipe for injury yeah that's a recipe for burnout that's a recipe i mean that is just yeah mentally and physically especially injury i mean that is just 
you are 100% going to get hurt if right. you do that. There's and it's fun. The, the tweet that you posted that I was alluding to earlier was the one from about uh, Kinchuve. He said, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that completely wrong now. I had it. I had it all day and I was like, I'm going to say this correct on the podcast um, is he, he, you know, world record pace for the marathon, but his recovery days, he runs a 9:45. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. That is, uh, which is nuts I because I saw. I'm the one I retweeted. Yeah, you retweeted. But yeah, 9:45. That's yeah. a very quick day for me. <laughs> I, I mean, I. Well, that's a tempo run. You me. and I were talking today. I did that five miles. Yeah, I did it in. Uh, I did it in just a scooch under ten minute miles. I think. Yeah. And it was a fucking like it took some getting. Yeah. Like it. Yeah, like I had to like. Nope. Just keep pushing. Just yeah. keep pushing. Keep it going. Yeah. And and. I mean, that's a recovery run. Yeah, but, but think, he's, still, he's running a marathon in mid-four-minute paces. He is taking off five-minute miles. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's huge. And and his recovery runs are at 9.45. So just to put that, like, I mean, that would be like you and me doing our recovery runs at 15-minute miles. Yeah, walking, walking. backwards. That's like, a, <laughs> that's like a brisk walk. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. And it kind of alludes to like the training and stuff we talked Slow about before down. is like, is you need to have days where you're doing different things. Kind of like yeah. you said, you busted yep. out a five mile today, but you know, you had a sl- it, like your long slow day is supposed to be more conversational. Now, should every single one of your runs be conversational? Probably not. Right. If you're trying to push yourself to a specific goal, especially if you have like a, a goal in mind. I remember when I was training for, um, the George marathon, trying to run that to get to get a PR I had to, you know, my average pace had to be a nine Oh five or faster. Yeah. And it's like, it was keeping that mentality of, I, I need to hit this for the race. Now yeah. dude, does every training run need to be this? No, I would train it. <clears throat> I would train at race pace, but then my long slow days or my recovery days yeah. were at 10 30 yep. instead of nine minutes. And yeah. it's probably the same equivalent as like effort level right. between a five and a nine forty five. But I don't know. I mean, so the, 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 the important thing, you know, talking about, you know, use a pace that is good for what you're going for. That's the other thing. Everyone's pace is obviously going to be different, yes. right? Like if you didn't do a group run, find a group that is either a willing to go at whatever pace you need to go to, or is naturally organically going to run at that same pace. Right. You know, um, what I have come to find, what is kind of crazy is, I would be willing to bet the vast majority of people that I know that I run with, you know, on or off regularly or unregularly. If they're not training for anything, they are more than willing to slow the way the fuck down and just hang out and run and pace and just do whatever, you know? And then for the most part, I mean, I don't know a ton of people slower than me, but if I'm not training for anything, if I'm just doing some maintenance runs or if I'm, or you know what, even on a long, slow day, it's just that's a long slow day. Yeah. What, do, what the fuck do I care if I slow down an extra minute per mile or something right. like that? Like I, on a long slow day, hey, dude, I, or even a middle of the week run. Like, yeah. I mean, come on, uh, you can give up one day and just kind of hang out and and, and and then you know talk yeah. to someone else or something like that. But it goes back and forth. I think on on both sides of trying to yeah. find. You don't want to be with a group that's too fast for yes. you. Yes. But you don't want to consistently be with a group that's yeah. holding you back. Yeah. So I like agree. you don't like John said. Every once in a while, you know, especially if you're not training for something, it's fine to you know be that slower person. But if you have some friends and you're really trying to get faster, I mean, I look at Baxendale really for an example. He's yeah. he's getting faster. Yeah. And. I feel bad when he runs with us or me specifically. I won't throw you under that bus, but because I know I'm not there again. Yeah. And he just wants to take off, but he holds back because he wants to run with us kind of thing. But it's like, I can't, I can't do 15 miles in 830 right now. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. Well, he's a prime example of someone who doesn't know when to slow down either. Right. He's perpetually injured. Yeah. Well, we have, we have those words. Like you, you try to, you, you cram. And you think yeah. you think cramming you're cramming for the race, but unfortunately you're just going to end up hurting yourself yeah. before you even get to that point. It's infinitely more important to get to the race healthy and slightly yes. undertrained than trained and injured. I can't remember his name off offhand, but when you ran, um, I think it was the second Possum 50k together, and he actually was doing Flying Pig 
and then possum the the second year of possum yeah and something happened and he couldn't do pig because he actually had like some sort of injury and it he was healing up in the time leading up to like because what pigs the week before yeah or two uh, weeks two weeks before 13 days like before that, yeah yeah because yeah, it's 13 days before um and he had literally stopped running for yeah. three weeks before possum yeah and and it didn't run at all and then ran at the 50k and had his best race yeah and you're like that's just you proves it you're you're healthy there yes it may hurt a little more but if and you it's do, not going in, in reality matters not going hurt that much more right right I mean, you, a little bit more you're already tapering right like, right yeah at that point you're already tapering i mean you're not going to lose that much uh fitness in right in that kind of time period and, and i mean kind of along the same training lines too uh, my brother was you know he's super worried about pace and that sort of thing because yeah. he trained for marine corps he just sent me his plan he was doing a plan that was putting him at 220 milers yeah first time marathoner 220 mile runs and the last 20 miler was two weeks before the race he went 2012 race damn i'm like no yeah that's dumb i'm like your first marathon man is he fueling with crayons (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he doesn't even listen either no he doesn't joke that we lost (laughs) it's okay some people know who he is there'll be a marine out there that hear that (laughs) see you didn't have to say it they'll get a chuckle (laughs) all right what's funny is i kind of know the listener i hope he hears that You're like you're like I'm gonna send this link specifically to them. Like, I kind of hey, you should check out this episode. I kind of hope that when he hears it, like he just goes ahead and posts a little. Yeah, just posts a little. I thing. got you, fam. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's finding what works best for you. Um, um, usually, I mean, for me at least, setting a goal makes sense. So, a uh, race I have coming up here shortly. You know, my goal is. Uh, a four four forty ish yeah marathon which puts me in like the like ten forty range I think give yeah. or take and it's like uh, okay like that's my goal so it's like keeping that in mind of when I hit a race pace kind of thing because I do the Hanson's training method and yeah I don't stick to their miles as much as I probably should but I stick to their pace days yeah so you have your longer days you have your tempo runs you have some like speed workout kind of thing what is your next marathon. Um, I've got the back to back in Delaware, New Jersey, monster mash in Delaware. It was a monster. Yeah. The monster mash. They've actually starts on the uh, NASCAR track in Dover and you do a lap of the inside, do a lap of the track and then head out. What's kind of funny. So is there like a tunnel that leads underneath the track? Yep. Uh, we did the same thing in Kentucky. You know, what would really kind of suck is if you had to go up that incline to get out. Yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> that would be, that'd, nope. be, that'd be a shitty little steep yeah. incline, man. <laughs> well, uh, have you, you ever run? No, you ever run Disney? Disney, they used to have it on the Richard Petty track when they had that. They apparently yeah. destroyed that. But instead of having you like on the infield, yeah. they had like cones to make you on the bank. Cause, and, cause fuck your hips. Yeah. So I, I literally, I just sat in front of the cones. And I said, I stood on the infield and I'm like, no, yeah. like, I'm not sitting on the steep incline trying to run around this track. It wasn't very long, but it was annoying. Yeah. But yeah, I do a lap around, uh, lap around the track and Dover. then go around Dover and then, uh, Atlantic city, baby. Isn't Dover is like a really famous, like NASCAR race. Yeah. Too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah. Is that one under the lights? I feel, like, I feel like when I hear their Maybe. They advertise, I don't they know. Talk about, I don't know. I don't follow it. It could story. be. But yeah, then I have uh, Atlantic City. Apparently, I'm supposed to catch something while I'm there. Like an <laughs> STD. STD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's... I've never been to Atlantic City. I've never been either. I'm kind of looking forward to it. There's a lot of... So looking up, obviously, when we go any traveling, I'm yeah. looking at like all the breweries that are around. Yeah. Like just outside of Dover, there's probably 15 or 20 do you have the crafts? The, do you have the microbrewery, uh, the microbrewery app? I don't. I have Google though. That's one I usually use. So like there is an app that I think it is even nationwide that they have all the microbreweries on here. <laughs> That's so corny. <laughs> yeah. No, it's only Ohio. The, oh, the, that craft brew app that yeah. like check into the beers and stuff it's like actually, that. It's actually created by combustion. Yeah. Like that's pretty cool that they went above and beyond. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I use Google. We map that stuff out. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of breweries. So I'm hoping to, you know, get some, get some beers from while we're over there and 
New Jersey has some decent stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to convince Kay to let us go through Philly because Philly has some craft breweries that are supposed to be pretty interesting. Um, and it's literally not too far from Philly. It, it does have them. Nope. Nope. It does not. It just didn't. Only in Ohio. It didn't refresh the dots. Or that was all Ohio. Well, actually, I was just... I, t- I was like, holy shit, that does a ton. No, Ohio just has that many fucking breweries. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, that's, I'm still in the state of Ohio. I, that's exactly what it was. I zoomed out, and I thought I zoomed out far enough. I'm like, holy so, shit. Ohio discussion makes me think of our, like, Midwest thing when we talked about that. Yeah. Uh, someone today at work said... Was talking about something. I, oh, I said talking about going to Delaware with the race, actually. And they're like, the only place I've been in New England is, and I'm like, first thing, I'm like, Delaware's not New England. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, I don't know, like Baltimore. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. Listen here. And then she goes, it's the same one that listens to the yeah. podcast. She goes, we're not getting on that subject. I go, Maryland's nowhere close to New England. Although Maryland is north of Delaware, though, isn't it? No, it's south. Oh, it is it's, south. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's, yeah, well, it's west yeah because it goes maryland delaware Del- jersey new delaware york. like there's a piece of delaware that goes for the turnpike to get to new york new jersey new york but then it cuts down on the coast yeah, so it's yeah. like across the chesapeake or what not the chesapeake whatever that bay is um bay a <laughs> <laughs> hey, bay uh Stupid. finding your pace um so i think we we've kind of hit on the the going fast and too slow but when you when you do that you end up having bigger chance of injury and you're kind of just throwing your yourself for a loop and almost like unrealistic expectations. So you might be able to nail out one or two runs at a fast pace and go, you know, maybe, maybe I should change my goal mid training plan, which is a horrible idea. Right. Um, it, it can cause more issues going forward. Yeah. I think. No, definitely. Every once in a while, it's okay to, to be with a faster group to kind of like push yourself. Cause I mean, when Dr. Mike's in town, I run with him and I'm like, I don't know how I run this fast. Well, it's cause he slows down too. Oh, well no. no, no. Oh, for sure. <laughs> He's doing his recovery day at an eight fifty, and I'm like dying, yeah. but I get through these runs and I'm like, I could do this. And it's like, I do one more and I'm like, okay, I'm out for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Because shit, you're all fucked yeah. up. And, yeah. <laughs> What's all this hurting about? Yeah. Um. Uh, is there anything else with the pace? No. It's a pretty. S- I do like the idea of like just to, to, a good way to gauge your pace. Right is long long distance runs. You should be able to hold a conversation. We've said that, right? If you're doing a mid tempo kind of run, something a little fast. You should actually still be able to talk, but only in like, like fragmented paragraphs, right? Like two to three sentences at a time. If you're going for a, like a, like an interval training and like you're, you're on the interval and like you're going, then it should be like gasping, talking. Yeah. Like you can use that to kind of set an idea of like what you need to be doing and where you should be running at and all that kind of stuff. But, um. Yeah, if yeah. you finish, even on long, slow days, I would even say this to be true. You want to be able to hold a conversation, but yeah. those last few miles, it needs to be, the conversation needs to be slowing down. There's a, there's a, I've definitely seen a, um, I've definitely seen uh, some like ideology behind that in training plans. Um, I, I do sometimes, I, I do, even on my long, slow runs, it is kind of fun to try to do like very, very, very small, um, negative splits. Yeah. I do like to kind of try to do that, but I don't, at the same time, I don't worry about it. Yeah. Cause I, I just, I really, uh, I really have kind of dug this whole, do you, do you have your splits on your watch? Though? I don't, like, I was like, I, 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 I knew you c- killed that a while ago. I'll get, I'll, I'll get the notification. Like it, it, it does not on my yeah. split, but I'll get it. I don't, it doesn't chirp at me. It doesn't buzz me. Yeah. And I get, um, so like it's happening, but I don't. Look. That's why I like the uh, the Vivo the Active that I yeah. have. No, not the. This is the one I just wear through the day. But yeah. the Vivo Active one, it doesn't have a beep. It doesn't have a speaker. Yeah. So it only vibrates. Yeah. And it's so old now that the vibrate is very soft. Yeah. So I can barely tell that it's happening. So I, I do. I, I've really kind of gotten into the whole just run how your body feels yep. kind of thing. And even when I do speed training, I do. I do one of three variations of speed training and mind you, I do speed training 
Very rarely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I either do like a fartlek kind of speed training where, you <laughs> know, fart. <laughs> fartlek being German, it's just kind of like random speed, right? So right. like do a mile warm up and then like, all right, I'm going to increase my pace from this tough home pool to this tough home pool. And then I'm going to do recovery for from here to here. And then I'm going to do uh, speed from here to here. And it, yeah. it's, it's meant to be random. That way you're, you know, you don't kind of build these. So I do that every now and then. Um, I saw this thing. I think, I think flow track put this out. Also, I saw, I can't remember. I wish I could remember who to credit this to. I saw this thing where they're talking about the new way to do progression runs. And they had a progression run that, uh, you basically took whatever run he's doing and you broke it into thirds. And then the, so the first third was, you know, very talkative. It should be easy. Second third was, you know, a little bit of a strain to talk, but could still talk. And then the third one was you're talking in like two to three sentence kind of talks. Right. Like it's much more, it's a much heavier push on it. Uh, so I, I, I actually, that's one of my favorite speed workouts yeah. to do. Um, and that's pretty much. And then I guess I also consider speed workout. Um, if I do like a midweek run, yeah. um, the last, uh, cause it was also one of the ideas of how to do a progression. And it was a much more aggressive progression idea. Idea was you do your midweek run and you do it at whatever the normal pace is, but the last like half mile, like they literally say, you just do your normal run, how like five miles, seven miles, whatever, mm. do it at whatever pace you'd normally do it. But that last half mile is like damn near a full on sprint in mm. like you were just getting it. Yeah. And that's, it is really weird. Cause you're kind of, even if it's a light run, I mean, you're kind of sort of feeling it. Yeah. And then to like to kick it in gear, it yeah. was, it's kind of neat. So those, those are really the only three speed workouts. Um, but you know, the life of, for at least the life of most the life of most ultra runners speed work's not a right it's not a real huge thing so it's it's funny you brought up the the watch thing though is we didn't even touch on that with pace is stop staring at your watch yeah you know, john and i have said it like your most watches have lap counters so at least it'll pop up as the lap so you can see the separate lap but turn off like what your pace is on my watch now i have time of day how, my lapse time so how long i've been gone because yeah. i like doing time runs like i want to be gone for an hour yeah. so whatever that ends up being um and then i have mileage on a separate screen just so i know if i need to make another loop somewhere or something like that but i do not have average pace yeah i do not have this lap pace i don't have any of that because if you're staring at your watch trying to hit a number yeah you're doing the wrong thing if you go by feel and then go back and analyze it so that run felt good and you're like i was about a 10 and it's yeah. like the next day you're like well this also felt good and it was at a 9 30 but then the next day you're like this was a 9 15 and i felt like shit yeah towards the end so maybe i need to back it up a little bit it's funny because i have all the information on there but i'm like i keep it on different screens yeah and i just keep it scrolled to the back screen so if i get curious or for like somehow somewhere it right. comes up or if i if i'm like i'm kind of loosely eyeballing something right now it's like the worst kept secret ever I'm I'm kind of doing something, so I'm kind of paying attention to to pace right now just to see how relevant my goal just is. Just to sign up. Um, so I, I I'm kind of doing that kind of stuff just because I'm curious. Like, is it really attainable? Right. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think staring at the watch can be a big problem if you're if you're going over analytical. I mean. I'll just call it my brother again because he's not going to listen to this podcast anyways. <laughs> but he was asking me, he's like, hey, I'm looking for a program that'll tell me like my 5K splits so I can compare them between other 5K splits to see if I'm like getting faster again or whatever. I'm like, just Why? run. Why? It's like, it's like, what are you going to do with that information? Yeah. It's Keith Flint, man. It's yeah. the greatest like quote ever. It, I mean, it really is. And I mean, since, since that conversation, when we yeah. talked about that, I've taken the stuff off yeah. of my watch. I mean, t- I have time of day and I said time of day of time because I need to make sure that I get home because I've run in the morning before yeah. work. So I need to make sure I'm getting home at, a, at the correct time. Other than that, I'm just not dealing with it. Yeah. I'm just like, why stare at your watch? There's nothing in the middle of your run. You're, all it's going to do is piss you off that you're not running you're as not fast hit. as you thought you yeah. wanted to hit. You're not going to speed up. Let's be honest. Right. It's going to piss you off and then you're going to end up slowing down yeah. because you're going to be more pissed off. Yeah. It's 100%. It's not going to work. But I think we've, we've beat this pace thing to a, 
to a pulp. But yeah, we uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, tell us tell us your kind of like tips and tricks or what you guys use to to help determine your pace um, and how you guys feel about group runs and and pacing and that sort of thing. Yeah, we'd like to hear from you. Just comment on the Facebook post. I got a text from the wife saying the AC might be out. That's not good. That's no no bueno. I would offer you to stay here, but someone's already sleeping here. I don't want to stay here. Listen to the damn dog bark all night. She doesn't bark all night. She only barks when people make noise, like you. Or just walk by the door. Hey, you know, make noise, walk by, breathe, <laughs> any, any number of these things that disrupt her. So, local events. I'm actually getting more and more stoked about Fuzzy. I need to either sign up or put that in my calendar. So here's here's the cool thing. So I saw uh, Meeks, a.k.a. Trail Mom. Trail Mama was up there running a training run with uh, the race director for it. And I was like, hey, you need to get me in touch with him. We want to do a um, we want to do a uh, a podcast about his race like the week before. Yeah. So the week before. um the week before fuzzy we will do a podcast talking about when's fuzzy fuzzy fandango uh the the 10th, um 11th? somewhere around the yeah the race director is a guy named trevor dunlap is it, it is it is just such a cool uh race um all the proceeds go to um camp new hop yep it's their biggest fundraiser um and like Camp New Hop is like it's a, it's a camp for like kids with disabilities, uh, and I'm not 100 sure what kind of disabilities they have necessarily. But I mean, come on, does it really matter? I mean, it's it's a camp for kids, so hook it up. Um, but he's getting super stoked. Um, I, I did see in Debbie's uh, message to me, we're supposed to ask him about something exciting he has going on in February. I did see that message, and that so, that makes me dude, get, that I makes am, me get worried. Because anytime you hear an RD talk about something they have exciting the next year, like, what stupid race am I signing up for? Well, now? and then, I mean, think about this. It's in February. Like, imagine the fucking train wreck that thing could be. Dude, I'm in Texas in February. That thing is that's going, That's how I do races. Like, oh, oh, it's cold? Yeah. I'm going thing, to Texas. That thing could be just a cold, snowy, wet hellscape. So, anyways, a uh, week before uh, Fuzzy, will our podcast will be about Camp Fuzzy, or I mean, uh, Fuzzy Fandango, fifty k, twenty five k, and so on, so on, so on, so on. Um, and then the week of Fuzzy, we'll actually be at Fuzzy doing it. So, um, we got a couple of really cool podcasts coming up. Yeah. Those two, those two specifically, and then we've reached out to another race director about his race. Um, and I should be getting information back. I told him when I need information back by, cool. uh, if he doesn't get us back, if he doesn't get it back to us, fuck it. I'm going to make up my own. We'll just make it up. Race. Hey, this is how your race works. So, you know what? We always talk about different races. Yeah. Guys, if you are in Ohio or if you're close to, if you're in even Western PA, Southern Michigan, here's another race for you guys to go check out. Run with scissors. Yeah. Run with Scissors is put on by Roy Hager. The dude's a fucking ultra legend. He is a bad ass. The dude's a fucking beast. He's the guy that when he passes you at the race, you feel you you hate yourself because yeah. he's and, passing or you. Or if you passed him, you're going, you're going too, too fast. fast. Yeah, man. If you're yeah, just stay with stay with Ray or Roy rather. Um, but uh, I reached out to him. But um, do sign up for his race. Yeah. So with with. With Roma Scissors, you get your three options. You can do the half marathon, the marathon, or the double marathon. Um, and any of those. I, I mean, the the half, you kind of miss out on some of the fun shit. I would highly encourage you doing the full. Um, it, at minimum, doing the full. Um, it's two weeks before Fuzzy. Yeah, it is a, it's, it's on Halloween. Uh, is it on Halloween? It's the weekend before Halloween. No, he tries to do it on Halloween. Halloween's day. on a Wednesday. So then he'll do it like like shortly thereafter, shortly there before. Like he try he does it like well. So it's either two weeks before Fuzzy or the week before yeah, Fuzzy. So I'm not 100 sure. I have it on my calendar, but I'm not sure. But uh, it's cool because like a lot of people wear costumes to it. Roy usually dresses up like the devil or the Grim Reaper. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. So it's check that out. Run with scissors. 
Uh, it's on ultrasunup.com. It is a really, really cool race. Yeah, well, the money, links in yeah, the show notes money goes Money goes to a great cause up there. He, I think he donates all of his funds to Cuyahoga Valley uh, Trails. Nice. So, um, again, all proceeds going out with his race, too. Nice. So, yeah, that's and, my local stuff. And we talk about um, local events all the time, and obviously we're we're kind of bias to central Ohio because that's where we're at and that's what we know. But if you have a local event in your area that you want us to plug, you know, we'll, we, we won't plug just anything. We'll look at it and, you know, as long as it supports a good cause or has like a mission or it looks, you know, pretty cool. Mostly if it has a good cause, if, it, if the money goes somewhere important, we have no problem plugging the event. Um, you know, because you, you're probably not the only person listening in your area. It's, it's nice seeing, it's nice seeing new likes almost every single day now on the Facebook yeah, page yeah. and like seeing where these people are from. Like we've got, we've got a nice little pocket of California listeners that have been joining Dude, in Cali, lately. Cali's coming on strong Yeah, there for a while. I mean, obviously we're born and raised here in Ohio. So you I'm are. sure, I'm sure. Well, no, I meant our podcast. Oh yeah. So I'm sure, I'm sure our Ohio numbers will always be like, Oh yeah. The top. Be the top. But it was, it's, it has really been funny to watch it kind of grow. Yeah, we had, we had that new England spike for it a little went, while it with went Chrissy. Crazy. New England just like took well, we off. had, we had a big new England spike and then we got Chrissy on the show and then it grew even more. And then, and then we had like the, the planes, we had Oklahoma, yeah. Texas. We got a little bit of the South too. We, that we that kind of grew. And then Georgia's also like and, Alabama, yep. Georgia, Florida, all of a sudden it flared. And then Cali here though, man, it's, yeah. they're making a push for it. Speaking of, if you're in Cali. I'll tell you what, I'll make you a deal right now. Any Uh-oh. Cali listeners, I want some of that Suffer Fest, Suffer Fest beer. Uh, they're always on Twitter. They're huge supporters of... Uh, Where are they at? Cali. Um, it's a big place. I think they're more of a Northern <laughs> Cali kind of okay. thing because they do it like they, they, they're their trail runner kind of beer. Oh, okay, yeah. But it's called Sufferfest. Uh, I think it's the name of the brewery. But if you are hip to that and you're out there in Cali or out west somewhere, uh, I tell you what, if you send us a nice little variety pack of theirs. Oh, I need to reach out to that dude again. We get, yes. I yep, keep forgetting. Yep, you're a slacker on that. Oh. Don't make me take over fucking... Dude, you're the social media manager. Don't make me take over uh, responsibilities, man. I don't want to be <laughs> responsible. Uh, but yeah, no, if you're out there, you send us something, we can definitely send you out something. Uh, yeah. Quid pro quo. Faux show. Showdy. Any other local recommendations or anything? Nah. Cool. Um, as always, you can find, uh, you can reach out to us on social media at Running Beer and Beat Run. Beer. I lied. I lied. Oh my gosh. Hey, so this podcast will have already been aired. It will already been done. But shout out to everyone running uh, who ran Yeti 100. Oh, that's coming up this weekend. It's this or week. Well, last week the recording. Yeah, yeah. So Yeti 100, uh, the trail gnome, if you're a fucking a Mohican person. You know who the trail gnome is. He's down there trying nice. to knock out one. So uh, shout out to him. Yeah. I'm hoping that uh, that that dude has put his fucking Gosh. dues in. He has put his dues in. He deserves this. He's earned it. So uh, hoping the best for him. Yeah, man. Uh, so Yeti 100, congrats on anything you've done. Uh, if you fell off just a little short, hey, rest well, rest smart, go out there and knock out the next one. That's right. It's just it's a it's a learning opportunity. It was just a long ass training run. It's a long ass training run. Find the next one to do. You can reach out to us on all the social medias at Run Beer MBS. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at podcast at runningbeermbs.com. You can get in touch with us that way. Um, you can visit our website, runningbeermbs.com. Um, we'll have all of the show notes for every single episode there. There'll be episode list. I am going to work on like a little bio page um we actually are going to have a photographer take some nicer pictures of us while we record one week here soon uh so we can have like some fancy shit online do we know the photographer we do but i'm not i won't say it on the air because i'm not paying her um (laughs) (laughs) and i don't want to steal from my business um if you like the podcast you're not subscribed you know what dude we're in this now we're not even doing the outro she's solid um <laughs> Shut up. I taught her half the shit she knows. Hey, man. I can shoot fucking better. Hey, sensei. <laughs> Wax on. Like a Jedi. Wax off. <laughs> Uh, you can subscribe to our podcast if you're not already subscribed you would get a little notification on your favorite podcast platform we're almost everywhere you want us to be Um, you can find us quite easily on the interwebs Uh, leave us a review if you do like the podcast if you don't just send us a dm and then we'll ignore you Um, that's not true that's not true at all i i respond to dms fast as fuck 
You really do. I am. A, some of them you don't, and some of them like you do. I'm a social nerd, social media nerd. Yeah. It's the job. It really is. It's yeah. because of my job. Like I'm constantly in my truck. I'm constantly in between appointments. So if I'm there, I'm like, oh, sweet. Yep. Someone's reaching out to us about yeah. something. So yeah, we always love having the conversation. So whether you're commenting on a post or something like that, we really, we really do appreciate it. Um, it actually is, it's kind of funny hearing you guys talk about the, the shit we talk about. Cause sometimes we talk about things and then we forget we talked about them. Yeah. And then you bring it up like, that was really funny. Like lanolin. Lanolin. <laughs> Sheep's wool. Um, Vitamin we- D. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a that was a good like three minute oh bit God. that went went on way too long. Yeah. It went on about two minutes and thirty seconds too long. Yeah, and we're bringing it up yet again. Uh, we also have a tip jar, so we are a hundred percent listener supported podcast. Um, if you do enjoy the podcast and want to send a little money our way, it'd be great. Help pay for the beer, um, or you can send us beer. Um, but we do have a little bit of overhead cost, so the tip jar definitely helps with that. So thank you to everyone that has been supporting us via the tip jar. You can find that on our website in the show notes here. Um, but I think that's everything we have here. Johnny, anything else for him? I got nothing. You guys have a wonderful week. Peace.